Are you sacrificing your future for the present moment? What is going on? Welcome to the Risen Fallen Podcast. I am your host, Mark Hendrickson. And if you are brand new to this podcast, what you can expect is open and authentic conversations about things like mental health, self-development, and getting your life moving in the right direction. Getting your life moving in a direction that you feel like, hey, you know, maybe my life isn't where I want it to be right now, but I know that what I'm doing is going to get me closer to the goals that I have for the future, or at least the image of, of uh, myself that I have in the future that I want to become. Uh, the the person I want to be and and I'm you know like I said if I'm not there yet if you're not there yet um, at least feel the feeling like you know you're moving in that direction and if you're not brand new to this podcast um, I want to say thank you very much for coming back for supporting this movement for supporting this podcast and supporting this journey um, you know and if you're whether you're brand new to this or not then I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. And you are the reason that I do what I do. Yes, you listening to or watching this right now. Uh, I want to remind you as well that if you're watching this on YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, if you are listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, make sure that you uh, leave a little review, rate it five stars. All those things help boost me in the algorithm to help get this message out for the people that need to hear it the most. And with that being said... Let's get into the show. So today, uh, it's actually Easter Sunday. Um, Had a pretty sweet day today. Uh, Woke up, went for a run, did a little bit of work on the podcast, went to church, did a little bit of family brunch, um, came home. I visited my grandma and then uh, did some meal prep. And then I did a little bit of planning for the podcast, did a little bit of uh, work on my social media stuff. And uh, all day today, I was thinking because it's Sunday today, there was just UFC fights last night. I was thinking so much about uh, wanting to watch the fights, wanting to watch them so that I don't have to be afraid of going on social media and seeing spoilers or uh, anything like that. I didn't want to see any results from any of the fights. Uh, I was checking online to see if I could watch some of the, the recaps, some, uh, some of the fights. And all day, I, like I, actually last night, it started last night. I was like, man, I got to watch these, but I had some stuff to do and I put it off till today. And then all day today, I was like, I got to see the fights before I see all the spoilers on, on social media. So I was trying to, my best to stay off social media. And it really got me thinking about, you know, how the, the way that we live our lives, you know, in this day and age is so based upon having to having to have uh, the things that we're looking forward to instantaneously uh, or in other words, simply put instant gratification. Um, You know, the need to see a movie the second it comes out, the need to hear a podcast the second it comes out, which if that's how you feel about this podcast, then I appreciate that Um, because it is kind of natural. You know, I feel that way about a bunch of different things. Like when obviously like the fights, like I said, Um, But we feel this way about a bunch of different things. We feel this way about, you know, um, if you're anything like me, when you get a raise at work, instantly you're like, okay, when can I get my next one? You know, or like when you get a promotion at work, you're like, okay, when can I get my next one? Uh, We're we're always uh, wanting the next thing right away. And it, it pulls away from, you know, appreciating the present moment. 
Um, you know, here in our place, we have pretty much every single gaming console you can think of uh, from the newer generations. You know, we have the PlayStation, we have the Xbox, we have the Nintendo Switch. And uh, one of the things that, you know, Teddy and I, you know, play sometimes is Animal Crossing. And I know that when I first started playing, you know, I don't know if you guys have played the new Animal Crossing, uh, but you get the tent in the beginning. And then I'm like, instantly, I'm like, well, I can't wait to get the house. And then uh, Teddy gets the house and it's awesome. You know, you get some furniture and instantly my first thought was, wait till you can get it bigger. And, you know, it kind of comes along with the exact same thing I was just talking about, this, this uh, lack of appreciation for what we have. And the need to have the next thing, not just in general, but instantaneously. You know, we're, we're constantly thinking about the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. You know, and everything is so uh, geared towards getting things instantly nowadays. You know, you text your friend back, you see the, the little read receipt, and you're like, why didn't they reply right away? Or maybe they don't even have their read receipts on. Maybe they're a sneaky little bitch and they don't like you to see it when you read the message. So um, that kind of makes us uncomfortable because we instantly need to know, when did this person read my message? When are they going to reply? And then, you know, we know that people feel that way because people, you know, generally feel that way. And we feel the need to just be available all the time, to be... um, because technology permits it, we feel the need to be available all the time for other people. You know, we'd be like, um, you know, what if there's an emergency? I have to have my phone on. And uh, this person needs to be able to get a hold of me. And if I don't, if I'm not there, maybe I'll let them down. And I just feel like, um, though we have the technology to make that readily available for us, we don't have to feel the need to be able to do these things because I truly do believe that all of this instant gratification and the need to be readily available for everybody all the time and to be able to reply instantly when realistically 90% of the text messages we send or the phone calls we make are not that urgent. It pulls us away from the things that we're doing in the present moment. And being present is something that I've been speaking a lot about on this podcast because it's been something that I've been thinking about a lot recently. It's been something that's on my mind. And so I just want to share this with you guys. You know, a lot of the times, one of the things that you can do, I guess I should also talk about something actionable here. One of the things you can do is to set, if you got an iPhone, I know that this is possible. I don't know about Androids because I haven't been living that life uh, for quite some time, but... I know with iPhones, what you can do is you can set kind of like focus times. And uh, I know for myself, like I even tell people when they, um, you know, when they, when I start to connect with them, I'm like, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. You can DM me on social media. You can message me on Facebook, whatever. But I actually turn off all my notifications on social media. That way I can intentionally be on social media and I'm not just pulled towards it whenever I get a notification. So if you need me, the only way I will get a notification for it is if you text me or call me. And many of the people that text me know and understand that unless it's urgent, I'm probably not going to reply to a text message right away either. Um, 
I used to be the type of person that would be on their phone all day. I would be texting back and forth with my friends. Uh, but I realized that, you know, it pulled me away from being present in the moment uh, of what I'm doing. And so a lot of the times I just kind of look at it and I'm like, okay, that's not very urgent right now. I'm working on this. I'm working on that. I'm spending time with this person. Uh, I'm eating. I'm doing whatever else I'm doing. Uh, maybe reading, maybe journaling, maybe recording a podcast. And I think I can reply to that a bit later. I actually schedule in time in my calendar to um, reply to messages, right? And so the most, what I would deem would be the most uh, urgent thing is like, hey, if you really need to get a hold of me, give me a call because I'll probably pick up my phone unless I'm sleeping. Um, And that was what I was going to say as well is my phone also has a focus time on it. So at uh, 7 p.m., I, I don't get any notifications whatsoever um, until the next morning at 6 a.m., <clears throat> which, you know, seems kind of early, but I, I'm usually up at around 4, 4.30. So that gives me a couple hours in the morning to kind of get my mind set up and get my day started before I have to open my phone and start worrying about anything that you know, comes up on my phone because I feel like a lot of things that come up on our phone are things to be worried about, things that are dopamine rushes, things that are uh, anger-inducing, anxiety-inducing, stress-inducing, whatever it could be. Um, Most of the time, uh, the only time it is some sort of positive emotion is because it's a dopamine rush of the instant gratification that I'm talking about, whether it relates to uh, memes that your friends are sending you or social media notifications of this person liked your post or that person fucking followed you or this person subscribed to your YouTube or, you know, whatever it could be. And um, I just wanted to make this episode to remind you guys that, you know, not everything has to be instantaneous in this world just because we have the ability for it to be. Um, you know, in, in the world that, you know, you can get on your phone and press a couple buttons and you'll have your groceries delivered to your door. It still is gratifying to go to a farmer's market or, or you pick berries or whatever it is and, and handpick the food that you're going to eat for the week. Uh, it's even more gratifying to go out and, and get the food, right? Like to go, you know, anybody that's gone fishing or hunting or anything like that, and now I haven't had the privilege to go hunting yet, but I have gone fishing multiple times in my life. I grew up fishing, and I've gone uh, many times. You know, there's just something behind the feeling of uh, the delayed gratification, the effort that's put into uh, receiving the things instead of just instantly getting them with a few clicks of a button. Um, you appreciate it a lot more, you enjoy the experience, and uh, it brings you a lot more gratitude and fulfillment in life. And it gives you, it, it also gives you, you know, more gratification for when you're able to share these things with other people as well. You know, when you catch a fish, and you're able to share that with other people, you know, they might not even understand you know, the effort that went into it, but you do. And it's not about, you know, bragging about how hard you worked. It's just appreciating the process of getting the thing that you're now having 
the ability to share with somebody else and having the ability to uh, give nutrients to your own body. I mean, there's uh, even in regards to, you know, this idea of instant gratification, it's drilled into us from an early age. Uh, and you can kind of see that with things in regards to um, or like, you know, the marshmallow test. And uh, I don't know if you guys know about the marshmallow test. It's a pretty uh, commonly spoken about uh, thing in the mental health world. Uh, I've spoken about it on uh, when I spoke about the book Dopamine Nation. Uh, the marshmallow test is a test where they took a bunch of children and they basically said, uh, we're going to sit you down in this room. Uh, here's a marshmallow. It's on the table. You can have it if you like. But if you wait until I come back, we will give you two marshmallows. And then they would basically just leave a camera in the room. And the, and the uh, person that was practicing the test would, would walk out of the room. And these kids, you know, would have various different reactions. Some of them would uh, try and distract themselves. They'd be tapping on the desk. Some of them would be kind of trying to not look at the marshmallow. They'd be trying to distract themselves, like I said. Some of them just grabbed it and ate it right away. Um, and then that was a way for them to kind of to see how many people, how many children, I should say, were able, were able to delay gratification and to delay the, res the reception of something that they desired um, in order to get more of a reward later on. Delayed gratification, in other words, right? And um, they did a follow-up study of the same people and, and those people that were able to delay gratification at a young age and had that drilled into their brain uh, ended up being more successful in life, no doubt. Like, that's no surprise, right? Um, another funny thing about this test, actually, is the, there was a certain test uh, group within the test, and I I'm hope I'm not butchering this part, but... Um, they would say, hey, I'm going to, they would say to the kids, hey, we're going to give you this marshmallow. I'll be back uh, in like two minutes. And then they weren't back in two minutes. You know, I think that they either came back after seven minutes or 10 minutes, or maybe part of it was they'd say, hey, if you, re if you wait, you'll have two marshmallows or three marshmallows or whatever. And they uh, didn't follow up on their promise. And so they were lied to. And, uh, you know, regardless of what they're, they were deceived uh, about the time that they had to wait or the marshmallows that they received with their delayed gratification, the people that were lied to this very time ended up not being able to wait for the delayed gratification at later times in their lives. It, it, um, it basically instilled a level of distrust in authority or distrust in the process of delayed gratification in the first place. And so if you fall under that category, if you're one of those people that, that still doesn't trust the process of delayed gratification, just understand that, you know, sometimes patterns like this do come to an end. And you don't have to relive them over and over and over again. And it is a universal truth that, you know, the, the, 
the 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 process of being able to delay your gratification and to wait for the larger reward later on uh, will pay out. Uh, whether it takes just as long as you thought it would or longer than you thought it would or a shorter period of time than you thought it would. Uh, waiting to receive your gratification, your reward, your prize at the end always pays off more. And uh, I just wanted to relay that to you because we're talking about instant gratification. And so I don't know if you guys knew about that part of the study or even the study, the, the, the study in the first place. So um, I just wanted to kind of give you guys that reminder of delayed gratification and to be weary of the society that we live in, the way that we live in this kind of uh, instantaneous reward for um, everything that we do in this world. Uh, having everything at the touch of a button and to uh, try and start to think about being grateful for the process of actually receiving the things that we receive in life, even though we can just receive them with the touch of a button. And uh, in regards to the... Uh, actually, I'm just going to share these quotes and then I'll talk about them. So uh, the first quote I'm going to share with you guys, um, actually, before we get to the quotes... I'm going to take a little sip of my tea um, because not everything has to be instant. I'm going to leave you guys to wait for the quotes because they will be good. And uh, this will be our first practice of delayed gratification today. So um, before we get to that, I'm going to take a sip of my tea. Um, I'm uh, about to wrap up my day here to be 100% honest with you guys. So I'm going to take a little sip of my tea. I'm drinking a little bit of chamomile here. Uh, that's what I drink before bed. And... Uh, as I sip this tea, I'm, I'm welcoming you to take a sip of water, take a sip of tea, take a sip of coffee, um, or just take a breath and uh, be present in the moment that you're in and take a second to be grateful for the things you have in your life. And um, yeah, I'm going to take a sip and we'll be back in the, with the quotes in one second here. Nice little chamomile tea with a little bit of honey in there. Um, that's my little pre-bedtime tea. But All right, so the first quote that I'm going to share with you guys today um, is a quote by Seneca. Um, he's talking about the shortness of life, and he says, People are frugal guarding their personal property, but as soon as it comes to squandering time, they are most wasteful of the one thing in which it is right to be stingy. Um, and this I wanted to share with you guys because I think it relates so much to the topic or the idea of being readily available for everybody at all times. And I think that a lot of the time we are just so ready to sacrifice our time uh, to things that are not pulling us in the direction that we want to go in. Um, whether it's distractions on social media, whether it's distractions through video games, whether it's distractions through Netflix, whether it's distractions through sharing memes with your friends, you know when it is the time to be doing those things. Truly, you do know in your heart when it is the time to you know, kick your feet back and relax and do those things and when you should be focusing on the task at hand, when you're on the clock at work, when you are working on your side project, when you are spending time with others, when you are you're spending time with your loved ones, to be present, to put your phone down, and to be stingy with your own time. 
because it is so precious and we have such a limited time on this earth you know to be stingy with it and to be able to use it in the most responsible way possible and i'm not here to tell you what the most responsible way possible is i'm just telling you to be a bit more mindful with how you spend your time and not just to be um, drawn into these instant gratifications and uh, to be just like I said more present and more grateful and the other thing I wanted to share with you guys is a quote from Epictetus uh, from discourses he says nothing great is created suddenly any more than a bunch of grapes or a fig if you tell me that you desire a fig I answer you that there must be time. Let it first blossom, then bear fruit, then ripen. And what he's saying there is exactly what I've been talking about this entire podcast episode. He's talking about the delayed gratification. If you tell me you want to have a more, um, you know, uh, autonomy over your schedule, you have to be able to plant the seeds for that. You have to be able to bear the fruit. You have to let it ripen. You have to be able to... um, you know, think of an idea and then actually put that idea into, into fruition, into motion. And then once the business gets started, uh, you have to be able to let it bear fruit. You have to be able to find a way to generate money and then you have to let it ripen and mature and to be able to allow yourself to have a little bit more autonomy over your schedule before you start kicking back, relaxing and thinking that you're a fucking 21 year old entrepreneur that's made millions. You have to be able to let it mature. Uh, if you want anything in this world, even uh, not even related to business, if you want to have a healthy relationship, for God's sake, you know, you have to be able to start a conversation. You know, you have to be able to meet new people. You have to be able to develop a, a friendship, a relationship with somebody. And then you have to build intimacy. You have to build trust. You have to build rapport. You have to build... Um, you know, I don't even know all the are the all the moving parts to a healthy, happy relationship. I'm still developing those myself. Um, but the idea that I'm trying to say is, you know, I think, and I've said it already today. We want the thing that we want right now, without having to do the work that is required to receive it. And even if we're willing to do the work that is required to receive it. We want the reward for the work instantaneously. And that's just not the way that life works. That being said, if you do the work and you are patient and you are grateful and you are disciplined and you can stay steady in your movement forward along this journey, you will be rewarded at the end of the day and you'll be rewarded much more greatly if you're able to delay that gratification for the reward instead of expecting it instantaneously and so that's my reminder for you guys today um and i just wanted to wish you guys a happy monday as we kick off this week i just wanted to hope that you know you guys have a great week and uh roll through this week in a positive way and and are able to remember when times get tough that you are just delaying your gratification and you're steadily moving forward closer and closer towards your goal every single day and understanding that if you haven't gotten the reward that you're looking for it's okay that just means the reward will be greater than you actually anticipated and that's 
what I wanted to remind you of today. So happy Monday. Thank you for listening to this. Remember, share this if you feel like it's valuable information uh, and understand as well that I did my very best to collect my thoughts as I do every single day uh, when I record these podcasts. But truly, uh, these kind of things are unscripted. Uh, I do kind of prepare one or two quotes or a topic that I want to talk about. But for the most part, this is just me rambling on about the thought process that I have going on, kind of like a verbal journal uh, for myself. But um, thank you guys for checking in with me. I hope you guys have a happy Monday and um, I'll catch you on Thursday. Much love and peace out. I love you all. Bye.